What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody, welcome back. I appreciate you being here. I've got a very special guest from basically halfway, if not all the way across the world. James, how are you brother? I'm good, thanks yourself. I appreciate you being here. I know you just said you got off the golf course, so squeezing in some time for us this afternoon. It's uh, much appreciated, like I said. I think our conversation today is going to be really valuable and really relatable to a lot of the guys that are not just the you know the newer guys, but I think the guys that are in that in-between range where they've kind of come into ASFX, they've started to trade with the systems, they're starting to pick up some momentum like you are seeing a couple of months of consistency showing some good results, but now they want to really focus on scaling up. So I wanted to talk to you about some of the stuff we discussed earlier this week on how you plan on growing and scaling and things like that. Um, and we'll get into some other topics that I'm sure people will find value in as well. But before we do that, can you kind of, just give us an overview of who you are, how you got into Forex trading, where you're from, all that fun stuff. How's it, guys? Um, my name is James. I'm from Durban, South Africa. Um, I've been trading Forex for about a year and a half now and with Orson and ASFX for about a good six months. And, yep, since joining them, it's definitely been the, the luck. Were you, before ASFX, what were you doing? I was trading, but <laughs> definitely nothing with like a um, system or a systematic approach to the markets. More like, you know, like, oh, it's at a, a resistance level. It must. It right, must right. That's what we were saying the other day. Like yeah, yeah. We've seen people. Uh, that's the, yeah, that's the surface level of everything. With, yeah. um, with the transition into ASFX, did you have any um, hiccups or like speed bumps that you hit coming in from your previous knowledge that you had to like throw out any maybe beliefs that were incorrect oh definitely i'd say the first one um which hit me hard what was the holding and hoping you know trading without a stop loss because there was a bad habit from the previous um mentor um when i came in you know we just hold and until it became profitable until the trade turned profitable turned around which, right yeah, turned around which is really really bad because you know um risking too much and not feeling comfortable with the trade hitting that stop loss. That's was definitely one thing that I had to um, sort out my, from our side. It's crazy to think now, like if you look back on yourself a year ago that you would trade that way, right? I was actually saying that to my girlfriend the other day. I was like, like what was I doing when I first got into trading Forex? Like it's so systematic now with you guys. And you know, like if this happens, I'll do this. I mean, um, when I first got with you guys, I mean, it was like you just hold and hope, you know, for the best. But it's crazy because I think so many people are doing that. I think a lot of traders, especially in Forex, go into it with the attitude that they can hold these trades for longer, use bigger stop losses, and they try to justify it almost. And it's to no avail, you know what I mean? For at least on what I've seen work, it never ends up on the winning side of things when you go at it with that strategy. So now coming in and implementing a system, you keep using that word system. Define that for everybody, for those that don't understand. A system is, a, for me, in my definition of a system, is a set of rules that says, basically, that if this happens, you do this. If that happens, you do this. And it's, they're written down in front of you. So it's not up in the air for, you know, it's, it's written down for you and you know what to, you need to do to follow and that. In that written piece of paper, you consider that the trading plan, the strategy, and that's yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, what you did really well, and I saw it kind of turn your, your results for you. Cause I've seen your markups and I've seen you kind of grow as you've been here is that I think you wrote down the plan, but you also started reading to yourself every day. You were like, we're trying to drive it home as like a Bible almost. Right. Exactly. Before um, I got to charts because of my, uh, what happened previously, you know, training folks before I uh, started with you guys, the bad habits can creep in even with a good system. Of course, I mean, of course. We, we could probably give the, our ASFX trading system to someone, but it's, it's you, the multiplier of that trading system. Right. It's the trading system and you, the multiplier effect. You, you, what makes that trading system what it is. Right. So it still takes discipline. It still takes a, a, le a level of um, control, so to speak. Mm, and I feel like, like intelligence, I think is a big that's one. another way to put, that's a great way to put it. I feel like when people come in with that support and resistance strategy, it's easy to look at that and see that. But I just think very quickly, if you have somewhat of a brain and you're open-minded, you'll see that it isn't specific enough. So I think the way you detail the system is great. If then statements, it's great. That's exactly what it is, but it's also detailed. Like what you do in some of your markups, I've seen it. And even in some of your tweets now, because you're tweeting out your, uh, uh, your entries and you're tweeting out the results of your trades, I see that like your details are what make the difference. You are not overlooking things. And I think that is an important point as well to take note of, you know? I agree. Do you think um, as you've developed over the last year before ASFX and even now here, is there anything that stands out to you as I started doing this and it made a huge difference in my trading or I stopped doing this and they made a huge difference in my trading? Trading wise or either person either because I think trading is like a reflection of your life. So if you cut somebody out of your life, that can make your trading better. If you bring somebody into your life that's valuable, that can make your trading better or it can make it worse. You know, I think what I started to do is um, I started to surround myself with more positive people that were more um, having a positive influence in my life rather than trying to pull me down and and trying to prove those negative people wrong rather um, surround yourself with uh, people that are positive in your life that are going to actually build you up and you know want you to succeed because right. believe it or not like lots of family members they want you to do well but they don't want you to see them doing better than them or they want you, you to do well but they don't actually believe in you fully if i can you know I think it's that. And I think it's also, I heard it was on an Instagram video today. Jay-Z was talking about how like even your family members will project their fears into you and they'll live out their fears through you. Oh, you think you can make money trading? Well, no, who makes you think that? They're just, that's their own fear of them yeah. thinking that they can't do it. Even when they say to your face that they might want the best for you, that still might not actually be the case in, in their true intention there. You know, you can see. How have you kind of overcome the negativity, is it just cutting people off? Because I know we talked about this a little bit on our one-on-one, -on -one, but was that really it? Just cut them off and get, get the circle tighter? Yeah, exactly. I think like what like I have started doing really well um, in my personal life is like I don't go on social media as much and read all the negative stuff or, you know, like I would only talk to someone on, uh, we use WhatsApp in South Africa, like on WhatsApp, um, I'd only speak to the people that I actually want to speak to. I wouldn't speak to people that, that are just going to be in that negative influence. You know, has that, what has that done for you overall? Do you think? 
made me a happier person. Really? Yeah, I went through a tough stage last year and um, coming like with you guys and, you know, actually having a purpose. So like waking up each day and having like a purpose and knowing what you, and like doing it because you love it and cutting out all that negative negativity and negative stuff. It makes you happier overall. So much happiness like comes from within, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like that when you tap into that, that can actually make your trading even better. Definitely. What do you think for someone that's new or struggling, let's just say they're not with ASFX because if they are, the answer would be the same, but what would you think like for someone that is new or struggling, they could do to fight that, um, not adversity, but that hesitation to continue to grow. That's a, that, we could be uh, sitting for hours talking like lots of, there's, there's, there's plenty of things. I think. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Reading, reading positive things. For me, I enjoy reading and, you know, like reading, um, like for me, I like examples in, when I'm reading. So yeah. for me, it would be like you are an example. Um, someone else that has come up from like a tough background or someone, people that were saying, oh, they're something that's relatable. Yeah, to, to your to your to your story that you want to build, someone that like has done mm. the part that you want to do it. I think that's definitely something that it I, gives you a blueprint, like it gives you a roadmap almost. Yeah, yeah, like a roadmap of how. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, interesting. With everything in your family, who supports you the most in the trading now? Um, now are you talking? Yeah, now. yeah, definitely, now. Definitely my girlfriend and um, my dad, and actually two to be honest, it wasn't like this at first, but it's now also because my girlfriend's dad wasn't too keen on it. It's a zero sum game and that at first. But right. We were talking about that. Probably, um, yeah. Those two are probably my biggest supporters right now. And now do you like this is after we got off our call. So for everybody listening, we had a one-on-one earlier this week and we were talking about like just the people impacting your life, James. And I think your girlfriend's dad is definitely a big influence. And as you have been able to show him the consistency in your own trading, it's kind of almost shut him up, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Does that like chip on your shoulder, motivate you? For me? Yes. I, um, I like, it's just, you know, everyone's wired differently. I like proving people wrong. That's just like, if someone says I can't do that, I'll show you, I can do that. It's just, I, I don't know. It's like, for me, I just enjoy like that chip on your shoulder, you know, like proving people. I wrong. think that that is a, um, almost if you listen to some of my other conversations with like the other traders in our group, that is a clear staple across everybody's characteristics. Everybody that is successful in our group has that, that motivator, whether it's exactly a chip on their shoulder, or maybe some people feel like an obligation to their family. Like I'm thinking of Lindsay, like she doesn't necessarily have a chip that she's trying to, you know, get back at somebody, but she has weight. I think the chip or the weight is something that we all have to carry in order to push ourselves forward. It drives the alpha in us. Maybe, you know what I mean? It drives that motivator. Do you end up reading stuff off trading material? Like, do you have any recommendations? Cause I'm not a big reader at all. I do audiobooks. Do you recommend any books like to people like me that maybe aren't big readers, but are trying to push into that realm of self-discovery off the charts? Yeah. I, um, Personally, I like reading a, um, a, a guy called Tim Tebow. 
he personally for me he he really his books really liked he actually also played in the nfl and won the Heisman. Um, yeah yeah yeah. i know who it is yeah he um he really taps into like your finding what your purpose is in life you know like yeah whatever it is what what is your purpose in life and and why do you why do you do what you do and why what you what what you want out of it is the purpose one thing the purpose is like is our purpose one thing like when he helps people find their purpose is it one thing no i think it's it it, it can be multiple things yeah for for me like um i actually i've in since joining you guys i've realized that i really really enjoy um helping people and teaching them per se um that's like one thing especially someone that you can help but they can't help you return or give anything back to you in return you're doing mm. it just because of the kindness of your heart yeah that's yeah that's what why do you think that is that that motivates you so much because i want to see them have a better life for themselves just like i want a better life for myself one day mm. so it's like a shared we're on the same path kind of thing. Yeah. Let me help you if I can help you. I think like in life, um, too many people are like, um, if someone else wins, it means you can't win. And that's actually a bad mindset because we can I all agree. win together. You know? I agree. Yeah. I think I, I told you when we had our, our call, I had a guy on Twitter like disagreeing with me once about like the zero sum game, trying to tell me that like, again, I'm not going to say stock trading or options. I don't know those markets well enough, but I do know Forex pretty well. As far as I'm concerned, there's never been a liquidity issue on either side of this, which tells me that the buyers or sellers, if they even exist, I mean, of course they exist to some extent, people are buying and selling, but if you, if there was really an internal competition there, like, I just think it's long gone in Forex. I just don't. And again, now that we're talking about it, it makes me think about all the old stigmas that people would think, you know what I mean? That not just that it's not a zero sum game, but just that, you know, you can only make money going long. Remember when yeah. people used to just think that, you know what I'm saying? Or indicators didn't work. These old yeah. stigmas, you know? Um, but it, 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 it is interesting to see, even there, I think, another, now you got me just going in a <laughs> different direction, but the characteristics of really good traders, open-mindedness, being willing to, to accept something that questions or challenges previous beliefs or accept something that breaks even a belief that they've had for a long time you know what i mean like shatters it it's hard for a lot of people to do that but i think it's also something you're pretty good at it seems like staying open-minded i've i i'll admit I, I didn't used to be good at it but um since i think since the beginning of the year like i think it actually started maybe a couple of years ago like i'm coming out of so my dad's a chartered accountant um yes uh, accountant yeah so like coming out of school, I, I knew, I knew it all as most 19 year olds do. Eh? Um, so my dad, like used to say, oh, cause he has his own chartered accounting uh, company. So he used to say, James, when, when you come out of school, you should just be, you should just be a CEO. And then you actually downgrade as you get older, because the more older you get, the less, you know. And I think like when I came to realization that I actually know nothing, I actually know a very, very minuscule part of, of life in general. And, um, and trading you know like if, if, if relative to what you're doing but then you actually you become open-minded to new ideas and and new and new things like indicators i mean they sure. definitely would be um you know if they didn't i wouldn't be here right well it's interesting now because you got me like those those two things go hand in hand like the idea of being open-minded but then also being willing to 
I think it's even not even just accept them. Like if someone was to present a new idea to you, let's use the indicators, for example, it would even be to then be willing to put in the work to test it unbiased. You know what I mean? Like that's where my brain goes to like, let, let's put that into action into real life. So you might hear somebody like hear me and you talking about indicators and you might hear that they this is just an example that they work and blah, blah, blah. But until you go and put it into practice, that's truly being open-minded, being willing to test something, to experiment, to try. You know what I mean? That's where I think it comes out in the action, not just so much in the word. A lot of people nowadays too are always talking about, I'm so open-minded now. When you think back to like a year ago when you were quote unquote close-minded compared to what you, to how you are now, what's helped you transition and become more open-minded? Um, again, reading and, and also be willing to take advice from anyone, any, you can learn something from anyone, whether he's been trading. Um, okay. We obviously we're talking about trading cause that's what sure. we do. Sure. But like life, you can learn from anyone in life. I think like what I've realized is that, um, p- people who are wealthy are willing to learn from anyone they don't look it down on you because you're younger than than them or because you have less money than them you can learn something from anyone in life and i think that opens you up to learn even more because no one is perfect and you can learn a lot from from anyone from anyone from any walk of life who has been the biggest influence on you in trading in in your trading life to date you well, other than me, I meant like, I meant like in your physical presence, like your, your dad, your girlfriend's dad, who has been the biggest there? Um, I'll say, I'll say my girlfriend. Yeah. Why? Just because um, she has always backed me. And um, I think like what I realized is that especially this year is like when um, you realize that your significant other is actually also your best friend and wants the best for you and doesn't like, um, like they back you in everything that you do and not just because that they're your girlfriend, but because they actually see potential in you, you know, like right, to do right, well, like right. not doing it because like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be the president of South Africa. No, they actually sure. see potential in you and real, be realistic with, they you. buy into the dream. Yep. 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 Cause and, but that's, that's on your part and my part to sell it to that significant other. That's on us to sell it to them and get them to see the dream, to get them to believe in you. Like Riley, and I were friends for 10 months. She saw me going through all this crap with this other company that I was working with for 10 months before we even started dating. So like she had to see me struggle and then had to decide that even in the struggle, she'd still believe in me before we could even start a business and grow a business together. But I think when you have that unfeathered belief, like just disgusting belief almost where you would literally never change your belief. I think those are the people that you got to keep close to you. That's why mm-hmm. your girlfriend's a keeper. Riley's a keeper. You, I mean, yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, it, like the labels are stupid almost. It's like, if, if you want to see someone do well, someone that you're close to, if, if someone feels that way about me, I want to keep them close the same way you, you know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. What do you think about the community that we have in ASFX? How does that play into um, your continued growth? And I know it's not the same as you know the support that you get from your girlfriend, but what about the community that you've now found with the guys that we work with? Because you've even now found people lo- local to you, correct? Yeah, um, two of my mates actually joined. They yeah from from Durban as well. They actually Crazy. Just joined. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they actually joined because like obviously I told them like I've had this like 
crazy success since joining you. And it's not even, you know, like it's not even, it's, there's no secret to it. It's like, you know, you're following a system, but like, um, uh, yeah, the, the community, as you say, um, no, it's been, um, it's been really, really cool. Like the, I, I really enjoy, um, I don't know. I really get along with, um, American people. So I don't know. I've two of my good mates, Dennis and, um, Chris, I actually like, you know, you, you uh, message them privately in the group, you check like maybe, they have like shared interests and you know you we create our own group and you know we share and we actually have an like actual calls. friendship yeah and like, and a for, new, like a online friendship if you want to call exactly it. you for everybody that doesn't know there chris is in pennsylvania and dennis is near me in florida and you're in south oh, africa yeah. so there those people are not local but even there i mean that's one of the beautiful things about having this community and that's why i'm so grateful for it every day because we have people like it's crazy that we're even able to have this conversation right now you know what i mean when you yeah. think about it it's nuts. It is crazy. It's actually insane. Like, I mean, wouldn't have thought that, you know, it's a year and a half but that's the day and age. You know what I mean? Yeah, we live. And that's why people like us, if you stay open-minded, then you can have these video calls. You can make money trading. You can make money online. So now going forward, what's the goal for you? What are you looking to do with trading? Where are you trying to take this? I'm, I'm definitely looking to, to, um, I'm in there for the long run. I've, I've always said that to myself. So I think the, the big thing that a lot of people get put off is that, um, that yes, you, you, like, you know, you can be trading profitably with um, the, a system for six months and that, but the hard part is scaling up because like, you, you know, you're not going to, you're not a full-time trader with a $10,000 account and or right. $20,000 account. Um, right. I think we had the call the other day, you know, I'd say my goal where I'll feel comfortable is, is 100K, you know? Like yep. the thing is the numbers don't matter because if you can be trading a system profitably, um, you know, if you make yourself valuable, money Percents or percents, yep, yeah. yep. So are you trying to, are you trying to go with one of these funding companies like FTMO or are you trying to go your own route, independence? I think for me, I've always found um, more satisfaction out of doing things on my own, you know, I yep. think, uh, cause I, I definitely, before joining you, I definitely like, um, and you know, once I had been with you for a month or so, I definitely did have a look at FTMO and those funding companies, but just for me, there's so many rules. First of all, you have to pay them to pass a test. So you have to pay them first before, and you can fail the test. So that's of basically, course. you know, and, and then I've they're taking the money. Yeah, and I've heard there's so ninety-seven percent failure rate. So think about it: if it's six hundred dollars a test, ten thousand people take the test, ninety-seven hundred of them fail. Ninety-seven hundred people each paid six hundred dollars. You do the math, bro. It's not not a, not a poor business, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And and I think even once, let's say you pay them, you 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 get funded. I don't. Personally, I don't know how that works, but let's say you, you're trading with them. You have, there's still so many rules that, you know, you still have to- Max have draw to, down, daily exactly. loss limits. Yep, yep. For good and, I mean, those are good and bad. You know what I mean? I can understand why they put them in place for sure, but I get what you're saying too. It can, it can step in the way of some of the trading strategies that we might be using. And then like, when do you get paid out? Like, you know, if for us, we- Bro, you might never get paid out. You know what I mean? It's not even your money. Exactly. They, I mean, say, we, they say they're going to give it to you once a month. Yeah, well, well, we don't know that, but I mean, like, we can go withdraw from our accounts right now if we want, and it'll be 
Yeah. That's the biggest dude. That's the only thing that's kept me from doing it because think about it. Like, all right, I go in four months, five months into it. Everything's rocking and rolling. Boom. Second coronavirus wave. They go out of business. Where's my money to trade with? Yeah. Oh, flip. It's all with them. So that's why the reason that I've always had the money in my own hands at Awanda is for things like that. I want to be able to take it when I need to take it and put more in when I want to put more in and have full control. And yeah. I, I, for me, it's like a constant, I got, I dude. if double-edged swords could have 17 edges, this is 17 edges. Cause I go back and forth, the pros and cons, the pros and cons. Cause I'm like, uh, think about it. If you were a new trader and you knew that these companies really did pay you out and they really could help you and you didn't have the capital that you and I were able to have when we start why not go with a company like that, that will fund you if they actually will, there would be no downside to it other than the risk you take with your time and the initial capital to take the test or whatever. But there's other te companies out there. There's one called funded talent. I know the girl that's well, running yeah, it. Um, that's that. Yeah. I know. So that no, no challenge there, but you got to pay a monthly fee instead. So everyone's got their pros and cons, bro. That's what I'm saying. There's too many, but again, for me being the person that I am where I'm helping educate new traders, it would be amazing if these companies really could help fund people that can't afford to fund themselves. Like they weren't fortunate like you or I to have some bread to trade with. It would be yeah. great. But then what happens six months from now when they go out of business? Yeah. Or a so year from now? Am I being too cynical? Yeah. I think uh, that's, <laughs> no, you're being honest. Skeptical. Like, yeah. Be, but you have to look at like the, the, the reality of it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. So I think, you know, for the guys that are with them and the guys that are getting paid from them, it's good for them. I haven't mm. decided to do it yet or not. I'm still doing my research to dig into it. Lindsay's on the fence with me too. She and I both are like, can't see a lot of downsides to it, but I also like the control. I think if I do it, I'm going to trade my own account and that account at the same time. I'm going to figure out how yeah. to run both at the same time. Mm. I, yeah, I, I think definitely if I also had to do it like that, I'll definitely trade my account and their account and, you know, take it as, as well, it what, what if the, right. Well, what if like the, so they pay me out in profits for two months, but then the third month they start not, they give me a problem and blah, blah, blah. At least I get those two months of profit or whatever. Yeah. And I can put that in my account and keep yeah. trading that. Yeah. And I also got the trades that happen in that time frame too, you know? Yeah. But then for me, it's just like, there's too much to actually handle, too much, you know, like too much. I know, bro, 100%. And it's like your head's all... Head's going to explode, right. Plus, dude, and then from I already decided if I do end up doing it, I'm like, I won't be posting on Instagram. On, I'll be maybe tweeting. Because then, dude, imagine trying to trade two accounts, Instagram it, tweet it. Like, it's like, I do... I even think that screwed me up in my trade yesterday. I got... I got in a trade, went up one R. I didn't close it. I should have closed it. It stopped me at break even. I'm trying to take a picture for Twitter, take a picture for Instagram. And I'm not making excuses. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one trade. I'm not, but I think it does make an impact when you talk about time. We're, we all have just this time period where our eyes are open every day. And if I'm wasting time where I should be focused on a trade or managing a trade, but I'm posting on Instagram, it's almost like I'm saying that the Instagram post is more valuable than the trade. Well, if we're talking about money, then the trade is way more valuable than the Instagram post, no matter how many courses it sells. You know what I'm saying? So I, I questioned that on my walk yesterday. I was like, I need to check myself a little bit on that stuff. I'm going to slow down on it a little bit. No, I agree with you there. Yeah. I also found that like when, when I first started with you guys, um, I was trying to, be in the chat too much instead of actually oh that can kill you bro yep yep 
That's what I found from- It's a distraction for a lot of people that actually get trading. The chat is not really necessary. Once you understand what we're doing, it's unnecessary. It's going to distract you, make you feel like you're missing an idea. I actually found that out this week. Um, it actually just, you know, like when you, you, you stumble, you're like, you're sitting in and you like actually realize, you realize something. And what I realized was that like, I actually don't talk a lot in the chat. I read a lot in the chat, but I don't talk a lot in chat just because I found what work with what works for me within the system. And so I don't change need, it. Right. I don't need it to be my idea to be validated by someone else. Dude, I love that. That that is a great place to be as a trader, to have the confidence in yourself enough to say, I don't even need to share this idea because I know some new guy's going to shut it down or say something's wrong when I already know because of my, this is what you're saying. I already know because of my testing and my practice that this is I've part of so my system. Right. Yeah. But that, that's a great way to look at it. And I hope that the people in our group listening will take that. Like the new guys, it's good to be active. It's good to ask questions. I'm there to answer. Other people are going to help out. You'll even help out sometimes. But once you get it, you can share the ideas for feedback. We never discourage that. But also I do encourage you to, I, I just call it hold your nuts. Like be a big boy, pull your pants yeah. up, hold your nuts and see the trade through, see the idea through and learn from it. Win, great. Would you, what could have been better? Loss, great. What could have been better? That's it. You know what I mean? And you've really grasped that well. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you grow and seeing you prove your girlfriend's dad even more yeah. wrong every day, little by little. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's a good little motivator for sure, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, I'm excited to just have you a part of the team, bro. So for everybody that uh, gave us the time today to listen to the conversation, I hope that you guys found some value. I know that uh, I know that the guys listening will take something out of this. We we covered a lot, so I, I yeah, Barrow, absolutely. I appreciate you giving us the time, James. So for everybody that wants to connect with you, I'll put your Instagram and your Twitter down below. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll do another one soon. We'll bring up, we'll do a part two, maybe a part three, bring Lindsay on, get her on a call with us. That'd be good. Yeah. I know. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode.